part one of iphigenia in aulis this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by expatriate in bangor maine iphigenia in aulis by euripides translated by arthur sanders way eighteen forty seven to nineteen thirty part one argument when the hosts of hellas were mustered at aulis beside the narrow sea with purpose to sail against troy they were hindered from departing thence by the wrath of artemis who suffered no favouring wind to blow then when they inquired concerning this calchas the prophet proclaimed that the anger of the goddess would not be appeased save by the sacrifice of iphigenia eldest daughter of agamemnon captain of the host now she abode yet with her mother in mycenae but the king wrote a lying letter to her mother bidding her send her daughter to aulis there to be wedded to achilles all this did odysseus devise but achilles knew nothing thereof when the time drew near that she should come agamemnon repented him sorely and herein is told how he sought to undo the evil and of the maiden's coming and how achilles essayed to save her and how she willingly offered herself for hellas's sake and of the marvel that befell at the sacrifice scene in the greek camp at aulis outside the tent of agamemnon night a lamp burning in agamemnon's tent old servant waiting without agamemnon appears at entrance of tent agamemnon ancient before this tent come stand old servant coming forward i come what purpose hast thou in hand agamemnon my king agamemnon and wilt thou not hasten old servant i haste for the need of mine eld scant sleep provideth this eld o'er mine eyelids like vigilant sentry is placed agamemnon what star in the heaven's height yonder rideth old servant sirius nigh to the pleiad seven he is sailing yet through the midst of heaven agamemnon sooth voice there is none nor slumberous cheep of bird nor whisper of sea and deep is the hush of the winds on euripus that sleep old servant yet without thy tent agamemnon my lord why dost thou pace thus feverishly over aulis yonder is night's peace poured they are hushed which along the walls keep ward come pass we within agamemnon i envy thee ancient and whoso unperilled may pace life's pathway unheeded and unrenowned but little i envy the high in place old servant yet the life of these is glory crowned agamemnon ah still with the glory is peril bound sweetly ambition tempteth i trow yet is it neighbour to sore disquiet for the god's will clasheth with man's will now wrecking his life by men that riot with diverse desires whom one cannot content now is the web of a life's work rent old servant nay in a king i love not this repining atreus begat thee agamemnon not only to bask in days all cloudless shining needs must be joy and sorrow in thy lot mortal thou art 
though marred be thy designing still to fulfilment is the god's will brought thou the star glimmer of thy lamp hast litten writest a letter in thine hand yet grasped then thou erasest that which thou hast written sealest and breakest bands as soon as clasped castest to earth the pine-slip ever streaming tears from thine eyes nor lacketh anything of madness in thy mien despairful seeming what is thy grief thy strange affliction king come let me share thy story to the loyal thou wilt reveal it to the true and tried whom at thy bridal with the dower royal tyndareus sent to wait upon thy bride agamemnon three daughters leda child of thestius bear phoebe and clytemnestra mine own wife and helen wooing this last princes came in fortune foremost in all hellas land with fearful threatenings breathed they murder each against his rivals if he won her not then sore perplexed was tyndareus her sire how giving or refusing he should scape shipwreck and this thing came into his mind that each to each the suitors should make oath and clasp right hands and with burnt sacrifice should pour drink offerings and swear to this whose wife soever tyndareus's child should be him to defend if any from her home stole her and fled and thrust her lord aside to march against him and to raise his town helene or alien with their mailed array so when they had pledged them thus and cunningly old tyndareus had by craft outwitted them he let his daughter midst the suitors choose him unto whom love's sweet winds wafted her she chose oh had she never chosen him menelaus then from phrygia he who judged the goddesses as argive legend tells to sparta came his vesture flower bestarred gleaming with gold barbaric bravery loved helen and was loved stole her and fled to ida's steadings when from home afar menelaus was through hellas frenzy stung he sped invoking tyndareus's ancient oath claiming of all their bond to help the wronged thereat upsprang the hellene spear in hand donned mail of fight and to this narrow gorge of aulis came with galleys and with shields and many a horse and chariots many arrayed and me for menelaus's sake they chose for chief his brother would some other man might but have won the honour in my stead now when the gathered host together came at aulis did we tarry weather bound then the seer calchas bade in our despair slay iphigenia her whom i begat to artemis who dwelleth in this land so should we voyage and so phrygia smite but if we slew her not it should not be i when i heard this bade talthybius dismiss the host with proclamation loud since i would never brook to slay my child whereat my brother pleading manifold pleas to the horror thrust me in a tablet's folds i wrote and bade therein my wife to send our daughter as to be achilles bride extolled therein the hero's high repute said with achaia's host he would not sail except a bride of our house came to thea yea this i counted should persuade my wife such framing of feigned spousals for the maid this none achaian knoweth with me save calchas odysseus menelaus now that wrong i here revoke 
and write the truth within this scroll which in the gloom of night thou sawst me ancient open and reseal up go this letter unto argos bear and what the tablet hideth in its folds all things here written will i tell to thee for loyal to my wife and house art thou old servant speak and declare that my tale heard ring true beside the written word agamemnon reads this add i to my letter writ before o child of leda do thou send thy daughter not unto the waveless shore of aulis where the bend of that sea pinion of euboea lies gulf-shapen ere we celebrate our daughter's marriage-tide solemnities a season must we wait old servant yet if achilles lose his plighted spouse will not his anger's tempest swell against thee and thy wife sure perilous is this thy meaning tell agamemnon his name no more achilles lends hath known naught of a bride nor aught we planned nor how to him i have in word alone given my daughter's hand old servant fearfully agamemnon was this done that thou shouldst bring thy child o king hither named bride unto the goddess's son yet a burnt offering agamemnon woe i am all distraught i am reeling ruinward speed thy foot ancient slacking not for eld old servant i speed my lord agamemnon sit thee not down where the forest founts leap neither be bound by the spell of sleep old servant breathe not such doubt abhorred agamemnon when thou comest where ways part keenly then watch lest a chariot escape thy ken whose rolling wheels peradventure may bear my daughter hitherward even to where be the ships of the danaean men for if thou light on her escort train then turn them aback grasp shake the rein to the walls cyclopean speed them again old servant yea this will i do agamemnon from the gates forth go old servant yet how shall thy wife and thy daughter know my faith herein that the thing is so agamemnon keep thou this seal whose impress lies on the letter thou bearest away the skies already are grey and they kindle afar with the dawn's first flush and the sun-god's car now help thou my strait exit old servant no man to the end is fortunate happy is none for a lot unvexed never man yet won exit enter chorus chorus i have come to the aulian sea-gulf's verge to her gleaming sands i have voyaged euripus's rushing surge from the city that stands queen of the sea-gate calchas mine on whose bosom fold arethusa gleameth the fountain divine have come to behold the achaean array and the hero's oars that shall onward speed a thousand galleys to troyland's shores these two kings lead yea with prince menelaus the golden-haired as our own lords say and with king agamemnon all these fared on the vengeance way on the quest of her whom the herdman drew from beside the river of whispering reeds his sin wage due aphrodite the giver promised when into the fountain down spray veiled she descended when with hera and pallas for beauty's crown the cyprian contended 
and through artemis grove of sacrifice hasting i came while swift in my cheeks did the crimson rise the roses of shame for to look on the shields on the tents agleam with arms was i fain and on thronging team upon chariot team there marked i twain the oilid Aias and telamon's child salamis pride by the shifting maze of the draughts beguiled sat side by side protesilaus and he that was sprung of poseidon's seed palamides and there by the strong arm flung of diomede did the discus leap and he joyed therein and hard beside him was meriones of the war-god's kin men wondering eyed him and laertes son from the isle hills far through the sea-haze gleaming and nireus of all that host of war the goodliest seeming Mesode. there was achilles whose feet are as winds for the storm-rush unreined him i beheld who of thetis was born who of chiron was trained clad in his armour he raced over sand over shingle he strained matching in contest of swiftness his feet with a chariot of four rounding the sweep of the course for the victory rang evermore shouts from ferreted eumelus and i with the goad that he bore smote he his horses most goodly i saw them saw gold glitter deck richly their bits and the midmost the car yoke who bore on their neck dappled were they with a hair here and there like a snow-smitten fleck they that in traces without round the perilous turning-post swept bays were they spotted their fetlocks pelaides beside them on leapt sheathed in his harness unflagging by car-rail and axle he kept strophe two and i came where the host of the warships lies a marvel past telling to fill with the vision a woman's eyes and a heart joy swelling and there on the rightward wing arrayed was phythia's myrmidon battle aid fifty galleys swift for the war with the ranks of oars by their bulwarks swayed and high on their sterns in effigies golden the nereid goddesses gleamed afar the sign by achilles host upholden antistrophe two hard by keels equal by tale unto these did the argives gather with teleus's fosterling passed they the seas may Estius his father and with thenelus capaneus's son at his side and there did the galleys of attica ride with the scion of theseus the next to the left ships threescore and the peerless pride of their blazonry was a winged car bearing pallas with horses of hooves uncleft a blessed sign unto folk seafaring strophe three boethia's barks sea plashing fifty there lay i marked their ensigns flashing cadmus had they whose golden dragon shone on each stern's garnison and laetus earth's son led their array galleys from phocis came and locrian barks the same by tale went thronium's fame neath aeus's sway antistrophe three atriades titan palace mycenae sent thronged decks of fivescore galleys his brother went as friend with friend to take her whom the home bonds break for alien gallant's sake for chastisement their ships of pylos king gerenian nestor bring the weird bull blazoning that alpheus lent epode 
gunius king of aenean men marshalled galleys two and ten hard thereby the bulwarks tower of the lords of elis power whom the host epeans name aretus to lead them came led the taphians argent oared therewithal which owned for lord phileus scion magus who from the echinad isles whereto no man sails his war-host drew aeus salamis fosterling held in touch his rightward wing with their left who nearest lay helm obeying keels were they twelve which marshalled uttermost closed the line that fringed the coast as i heard and now might mark whoso with barbaric bark meets him from the grapple stern never home shall he return lo the goodly sea array that mine eyes have seen to-day erst the great war musters story through mine home rang now its glory in mine heart shall live for a enter old servant grasping at a letter which menelaus has snatched from him old servant menelaus this is outrage shame on thee menelaus stand back thou art all too loyal to thy lord old servant a proud reproach thou castest upon me menelaus if thou o'erstep thy duty thou shalt rue old servant tis not for thee to unseal the scroll i bear menelaus nor yet for thee to bring to all greeks bane old servant with others argue that but this restore menelaus i will not yield it up old servant nor i let go menelaus soon then my staff shall dash thine head with blood old servant glorious it were in my lord's cause to die menelaus unhand a slave thou art over full of words old servant ho master outrage lo this man hath snatched by violence thy letter from mine hand agamemnon nor will have regard to write enter agamemnon agamemnon ha what this tumult at my doors in this unseemly brawl upstirred menelaus mine the right to speak is mine before this fellow to be heard agamemnon wherefore dost thou strive with him menelaus and by violence hail menelaus releases the old servant who exits menelaus look me in the face that i may make beginning of the tale agamemnon shall i dread to lift mine eyelids who of dreadless atreus came menelaus seest thou this tablet this the bearer of a tale of shame agamemnon i behold it and from thine hand first do thou surrender it menelaus never ere i show to all the danaeans that therein is writ agamemnon how and didst thou break my seal and know'st thou what thou shouldst not menelaus yea unto thy sorrow break it that i know thy secret plot agamemnon ay and where didst find it gods what front of impudence is here menelaus watching if thy child from argos to the host were drawing near agamemnon what dost thou to spy upon me is not this done shamelessly menelaus mine own pleasure was my warrant i am not thy bondman i agamemnon is not this outrageous wouldst thou limit in mine house my power menelaus yea thy thoughts are shifty 
changing ever with the changing hour agamemnon subtly hast thou glozed the evil hateful is the artful tongue menelaus but the treacherous heart to friends disloyal is a hoard of wrong i would question thee and do not thou with spirit angered jarred fence aside from thee the truth nor i will press thee over hard hast forgotten how thou fain wouldst lead the greeks to ilium's shore feign'st not to wish the thing but in thine heart didst crave it sore how to all men wast thou lowly clasping hands of amity keeping open doors for whoso of the folk would seek to thee bidding all accost thee freely challenging the modest heart seeking by thy shifts to buy advancement as an open mart ah but when thy power was won thou changest all thy mien no more wast thou unto friends of days gone by a friend as theretofore inaccessible and seldom found at home the noble soul ought not raised to high estate to turn him from the paths of old nay but more than ever loyal then unto his friends should be when his power to help is more than ever through prosperity first therein where first i found thee base i visit thee with blame then when thou and all the host of hellas unto aulus came naught wast thou at heaven's visitation utterly dismayed when the wafting breezes failed thee when the sons of danaus bade send the ships disbanded thence nor toil at aulus all in vain o thy rueful face thy wildered eye lest thou on priam's plain thou the captain of a thousand galleys ne'er shouldst pour thy spears what shall i do didst thou ask me what device and whence appears that of lordship i be not bereft nor lose my fair renown then when calchas on the altar bade thee lay thy child's life down unto artemis the danaid so should sail with gladness filled blithely promised thou to slay thy daughter yea didst send free-willed not constrained thou canst not say it to thy queen that hitherward she should send thy child as who should take achilles for her lord lo the self-same sky o'erhead which heard thee then record thy vow now thou turn'st about art found recasting that thy message now saying thou wilt ne'er be slayer of thy child so is it still many and many a man is like thee toileth with unflagging will up the heights of power thereafter from its summit falls with shame some through blindness of the people some be all themselves to blame they whose nerveless hands can war the city not that they have won but for me tis hapless hellas most of all that i bemoan fain she is of high achievement yet shall caitive aliens make her a mock who scape her hands for thine and for thy daughter's sake ne'er may i for kinship's cause exalt a man to rule the land nor to lead a host he needeth wisdom who would men command for tis his to helm a nation who hath wit to understand chorus fearful twixt brethren words of high disdain and conflict are when into strife they fall agamemnon now would i in turn upbraid thee briefly not exalting high shameless brows of haughty scorning nay but ever soberly as becomes a brother for the noble hold by chivalry answer why this breath tempestuous why these bloodshot eyes of strife who doth wrong thee what dost crave 
dost yearn to win a virtuous wife this i cannot find thee her thou gainest vilely rulest thou what must i who have not erred for thy transgression suffer now or doth mine advancement gall thee nay but one desire thou hast in thine arms to clasp a lovely woman reason dost thou cast yea and honour to the winds the pleasures of the vile are base i who erst took evil counsel if i now give wisdom place am i mad nay rather thou who having lost an evil spouse wouldst rewin her though thy loss be gain god's kindness to thy house those infatuate marriage-craving suitors swore an oath indeed unto tyndarius yet these did hope i trow the goddess lead on and brought it more to pass than thou and all thy strong control lead them thou o oh, these are ready in the folly of their soul god is not an undiscerning judge his eyes are keen to try oaths exacted by constraint and troth plight held unrighteously tis not i will slay my children not in justice's despite so shall thine avenging on a wife must want in speed aright while i waste through nights of weeping pine through days of misery for my lawless godless dealing with the children born to me lo mine answer brief and clear and easy to be understood if thou turn from wisdom yet shall mine house follow after good chorus this controverteth that thou saidst before yet good is thy resolve to spare thy child menelaus alas for wretched me friends have i none agamemnon yea if thou seek not to destroy thy friends menelaus how wilt thou prove thyself our father's son agamemnon by brotherhood in wisdom not in folly menelaus friends ought to feel friends sorrow as their own agamemnon by kindness not unkindness challenge me menelaus wilt thou not then with greece this travail share agamemnon hellas like thee hath god's stroke driven mad menelaus vaunt then thy sceptre traitor to thy brother i will betake me unto other means and other friends enter messenger in haste end of part one recording by expatriate in bangor maine